Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome viewers and listeners to Beyond Ordinary Women. This ministry creates content to help Christian women prepare for ministry. Uh, or to do it better. And so we have an interview and the topic is navigating speaking engagements. And the first two are going to come from the perspective of the women's minister or whoever's in charge of the women's ministry looking for a speaker. And we have today Rebecca Carroll, who's come to join us. Uh, Rebecca has worked in Christian radio for almost 10 years, but she's been in radio much longer than that. And she has been a speaker for years and continues to do that. So she's got the experience we hope that will really help us kind of dig into this topic. You can find more about her on the Beyond Ordinary Women page. We have a more extensive bio there. So welcome, Rebecca. Thanks for coming. Hey, thank you so much for having me. This is an honor. Well, good. All right. We're going to jump right in because we're going to keep these kind of short. So questions to ask potential speakers. If you are in charge of a ministry or a women's group and you're looking, what do you, what's like the first thing you need to de determine? So I launched a, a big mom's ministry where we had uh, two speakers a month and did that for some time at my previous church. And one of the things that I would always encourage a women's minister to do as she's setting out to create an event for her women is to have a, a really clear objective in mind. And so sometimes you're going to want to have an event that's perhaps more heavy on teaching. Sometimes you're going to have an event where you really, your main goal is simply to inspire and encourage the women. And there's a really good chance that those are going to be two different kinds of teachers or speakers. So some speakers tend to, um, it, it, they really hit their stride when they're doing something that's more testimonial, more inspirational. And then you have some women who are going to land more in the Bible teaching area. So the first question to ask really is, what am I trying to accomplish here? I would say an event um, prior to launching your fall Bible studies, that's a really good place to have something that's a little heavier on the teaching. And if that's the kind of event you're looking for, I think my primary concern would be, is my speaker theologically trained or if not formally trained, are they theologically proven? Have I seen their work? Do I know their track record? So I think that's a good starting place. Okay, so knowing your purpose is really like that primary piece of knowledge that you need before you can even start looking. Right, right. Okay, what so, is my objective? Okay, what's your objective? So once you've determined your objective, um, now think small church and big church. I know big churches have more resources and contacts, but think small as well. What's the first step? Like, how do you go find somebody? Are there, are there websites? Are there... Um, you know, resources out there. 
So there are, there are speakers bureaus. I never went through any of those. I, the majority, the vast majority of churches in the United States are small to medium sized. So I'm going to start there. If you are a, a smaller or a medium sized church, your best bet, you're probably working with a smaller budget, go word of mouth, speak to other women's ministers who have they um, hired in the past and, you know, who are some names you you've heard about. I would also encourage you to really look local because um, you're always going to pay more to bring a national speaker in. And while they may be a bigger name and draw a few more women, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really a fan of going local and giving women in your area that platform to speak and sharpen their skills. So word of mouth is always going to be number one. If you are looking for a bigger national speaker, you know, Lifeway Christian Resources, they've got Got, um, they put on conferences every year and they've got um, a, a whole list of women that they tend to use. So those are some good starting places. Attend other churches' women's events. If you are the women's minister, I think that's a great thing to do. That's something that I did all the time. I was always keeping my eye on what the other churches around me were doing, not in a competitive sense at all, but just a, you know, what are they doing that's ministering to their women that I could also implement. Okay, good. Okay, so you're not scoping out the competition. You're just <laughs> looking for more ideas. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so word of mouth is like your primary one. So we live in the DFW area. It's a big metroplex, and I know not everybody who sees this is going to have that advantage, but there are a couple of seminaries, uh, maybe more. They're probably a Bible college, if you're looking for a person, uh, have you ever searched there? I mean, I know you go to seminary, but right. that's not the same thing. So that is probably going to be a, if you have one near you, that is going to be a wealth of resources for you because that's the place where, and I'm assuming you are looking for a woman to speak at your woman's event. That's the place where you are going to get someone that really does have the training that is going to make a difference. If you are looking for something that's um, more theologically grounded, um, less inspirational, more geared toward teaching. And so that is an excellent, excellent resource. Contact perhaps one of the female, one of the male professors as well, but the, the female professors are going to have their eye more attuned to the women that they can help launch. And I, I have found for the ministry that I do through um, my place of employment, KCBI and the podcast that I do, that has been a, just a tremendous um, wealth of resources, for lack of a better term, of women to just, you know, who are, are really able to speak into things, who have some teaching gifts, but just don't have the experience or the platform yet for a bigger stage. Right. Very good. Okay, so let's go a little more practical. So you're, you've found somebody you think might be good, uh, they fit your purpose. Uh, how do you meet them, contact them? And then how do you broach the idea of, hey, like that's that sensitive topic? Sure. Um, 
Okay, so starting with how to contact them, you know, social media really, it, it can be our worst enemy, but it can also be our best friend. That's a great and idea. I, yeah, and I've found too that women who want to teach and who are looking for places to exercise their speaking and teaching gifts, they are making themselves accessible to you. And so um, check out their social media platforms, most of them, especially, um, you know, those. 50 and younger, I would say, are going to be very active on social media. And so you can probably reach them directly if you are, if you're wanting to reach out to uh, a seminary professor to perhaps come and speak at your event, then you can go through the seminary's website. Uh, I know Dallas Theological Seminary puts the professor's contact information up on their website, just usually just a few clicks away from the homepage. And that's the best starting place. Again, with a national speaker, you are going to have to go through um, a few more channels. They'll probably have someone that manages their calendar for them. But again, most speakers want to make themselves available and accessible. And then also just a quick Google search will let you know if they have their own website. And these days, most women do. Right. Uh, so I'm just guessing because I haven't ever had to do this from this perspective, but you're going to want to see them teach. Yes. You're going to want to see some samples, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Let's go back to pay. Like you have a um, certain amount of money and you approach someone. What's the most effective way to get that out of the way? You know, Okay, someone who's just getting started is going to just just ask them what their honorarium is, you know, if, if they have a speaker's fee. Uh, generally, is someone who has not been at this for a very long time is going to just let you know. And there's a good chance too, if you are working with someone who doesn't have a long track record, they are far more likely to work with your budget. Um, the more demands on the person's time, the higher their speaking fee is going to be. With me, um, I don't have, I don't work with a management company, but my husband takes care of that. And so people will either reach out to me through KCBI or my personal website that I, I do very little with right now, but they'll, or my social media channels. And I just direct them to my husband. And then he, I honestly, I'm not even a hundred percent sure of what my speaker's fee is. It varies on the size of the church and their budget, but he handles that. But most speakers, I think if you are a smaller to medium sized church and working with a smaller to medium sized budget, most speakers are just going to directly interact with you on that. Okay. So you shouldn't be afraid to throw no. a price out there and say, nope. Hey, this is our budget. Yep. Are you, is this okay? Yep. And if they say, Oh, you know, maybe yep. they're not the right person or I don't right. know. But there's a good chance that they will have a recommendation for you. There have been occasions where I have not been able to do an event. And usually it's a schedule conflict and not a, a pricing conflict. But in those cases, I am always delighted to, I've, I've got uh, two or three girls that I immediately recommend and direct people to if I cannot do the event. And so um, that's another great place. If you have a teacher that you really want um, to speak at your event, but they're unable or they're out of your price range, they probably have some women that they work with that don't have quite as big a platform that are looking for engagements that would be able to work with your budget. 
Yeah. And so don't be afraid to ask. Just say, ask. Okay, great. Yep. Uh, we aren't going to work out. Do you have anybody you can recommend that you would yeah, be willing to? Right. The speaker may feel a little bit awkward about talking about money, but you as the women's minister never should. You're working with a budget and you need to honor, um, you know, you need to honor those parameters. So don't ever feel awkward about that. Great point. Okay, we're going to wrap this up and we will have three more sessions so everyone can just go right back to the Beyond Ordinary Women uh, website and click on session two. There are a lot of other good videos and podcasts that relate to Christian living and leading uh, in ministry. So we hope that you will check that site out and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.